Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Tiger Shulman Smithtown Podcast. I'm Sensei James Leonelli, owner and head instructor of Tiger Shulman's in Smithtown. I'm here once again at home, ready to record another episode for you guys, and I want to stay with the mental aspects of training and martial arts. I think that martial arts is a pursuit that is far more mental than physical, and I strive every week to give you guys a little bit more insight, and I think in today's uh, current climate, uh, amid quarantine and all of that, it's very easy for us to get into really negative places mentally. And I think if we can set our minds a little better, it's only positive. So what I want to talk about this week is a model for setting goals, which I think is extraordinarily important during this time because we've all got a little bit of extra time on our hands, a little bit more free time than we may have had before. And because of that, we might as well use this opportunity to set some better goals and achieve better goals. So to set this whole idea up, I want to give you guys a bit of a personal aside here to help you understand my mindset and why I believe that this is such a valuable tool that I'm about to share with you. So my wife's great-grandmother lived to be 101 years old, only passed away a couple of years ago, and she was a wonderful woman. Helen was adorable in every sense of the word, uh, just an absolute love, lovely character, um, and, and just very truly an old-school kind of person. Uh, and she lived in Flushing, Queens, in this corner property on a big, long avenue out there. And whenever we would go out to visit her, we'd set the GPS, the Waze, or you know, Google Maps, whatever we were going to use. And when we did, the one thing that was without fail is we could never remember what the house number was. I mean, sure, I had a slightly bigger excuse because I had only known Helen for a few years and only been to her house you know, maybe a dozen times. But my wife even still had a hard time remembering the house number because it's one of those crazy Queens addresses with like five digits, then a dash, and then a few more digits. So very difficult to to keep in your mind. So invariably, we would set the GPS for the street name, and then we would go on our merry way. And sometimes we would be lucky and the GPS would get us kind of close, and other times not as much, and we wind up way down this block, where now we're coming up this block, creeping slowly but surely, wondering if we're going in the right direction, the wrong direction, looking for her distinctive little house. And you can imagine how frustrating that is. Well, it's exactly the same when you set goals that are not very clear for yourself paraphrase uh, a very wise person here, uh, when the destination is clear, the path to get there is illuminated as well. So what I want to talk to you guys about today is a model for goal setting, something uh, that I found very, very valuable, something I learned about a number of years ago and that I think is absolutely wonderful. And I think it's a great criteria and a great little framework to use whenever you set a goal for yourself. And you can use this personally, professionally. Anytime that you set a goal, I would recommend doing it this way. And the beginning of every new year, 
when I'm writing down the goals that I have for myself, I try to follow this exact same framework. I believe in it that much. And I tell my students about it on a fairly frequent basis because I believe it's a very valuable tool. Now, I didn't invent it, so I have to give credit where credit is due. Um, the first um, recorded mentioning of this idea was in November of 1981 in an issue of Management Review, an international journal all about management. And it contained a paper by a consultant named George Doran. And that it was called, There's a Smart Way to Write Management Goals and Objectives. And I'm going to give you this in its original form, the way that I originally learned it. If you're to look up George Doran and look up Smart Goal Setting, you may see a slightly different acronym than what I give you, only because it's been adapted specifically to management. And I think the original way that it was laid out is a little more universal and therefore a little more useful of a tool. So here we go. Let me lay out what that SMART acronym means for you. Specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time-related. So let's just run through each of those and give a really clear idea as to what each of those things mean in terms of goal setting. So let's start with specific. Obviously, the more specific, the more clear the goal is, the easier it is for you to have achieved it, for you to know, okay, I accomplished this goal that I have set out to. So taking the time to make a goal as specific as possible is going to make it that much easier for you to know where you're headed and therefore make it that much easier for you to be able to set your systems and set your plan to start making your way to the destination that you're headed. The second thing that you want to make sure your SMART goal has is it has to be measurable. What that means, very simply, is there has to be units by which you can denote progress. There has to be a way that you can know that you're moving in the right direction. And this can be any number of things, and I'll give you guys a number of examples later on. But again, there has to be some way that you're able to tell that you're either moving in the right direction or you're moving in the wrong direction. Next is attainable. You'll often see this interchanged with achievable, but I like attainable better. That's just me personally. Uh, what this means very simply is that the goal has a finish line. There has to be a point at which you can check the goal off. It can't be limitless. Often people set goals that don't have a limit on them. So how do you really know when you're done? How do you know when, yes, you've accomplished that goal? So I'm going to skip ahead to T for a second, and then I'll come back to R, and you'll understand why when I get there. So it has to be time-related. That means that you want a deadline. Why? Well, think back to just about every school project that we ever did in our lives, whether it was elementary, junior high school, middle school, high school, college, beyond. When there is a deadline, we always work harder. Sure, we work harder a little closer to the deadline. 
Many people can be procrastinators. We'll talk about that at some point in the future. But when there is a deadline and there is a clear date on the calendar by which you have to achieve this goal, it makes it that much easier for you to lay out your plan. Now, let's jump back to R and you'll see why I wanted to touch on T for a moment. The goal has to be realistic. Now, it has to be realistic in its scope. You can't set a goal that's far too big, right? that's out of reach. That's something that's not possible for you or your situation. Now, you also want to factor that in when you're setting your time frame because obviously you want to make sure that you're giving yourself an adequate amount of time, that you're not setting such an unrealistic standard for yourself in terms of time that you'll be unable to achieve the goal within the time. You have to make sure those two parts of the goal are working hand in hand. So what I'd like to do now is give you guys one of the most common goals in the world and we'll lay it right up against this framework. We'll see how it works out and we'll see why, in my opinion, it's not a very good goal. Not because the goal is a bad one, it's just not going to help the person achieve it. The most common goal that you hear, especially in that January time, is I want to get in better shape. Right? I'm sure you guys know literally dozens, if not hundreds, of people that set that goal every year. Now here's the better question. How many of them actually achieve it? There's the real question. And there's a myriad of reasons as to why people don't achieve their goals. But I think they're also starting from a disadvantage. They're starting from a place where they don't have a good goal set for themselves. So it's going to be really difficult for them to be able to, to achieve it. It's going to be like when my wife and I got in the car and just plugged in the street name in an effort to get to her great-grandmother's house. So let's take that goal and let's hold it up against each of the pieces of the framework and we'll see where it falls short. So I want to get in better shape. Is it specific? Obviously not. Because if I asked every single person that ever listens to this podcast, what does get in shape mean? Every one of them would have a different answer. And odds are, most of them would be correct. And it's not as though we don't have a definition for getting in better shape. We all have our own unique better shape. There's certain factors that pop into each of our minds when we think of someone who's in shape. Maybe it's someone with great abs. Maybe it's someone with big arms or veins in their arms. Maybe it's someone who has energy to go all day. None of those things are incorrect when it comes to good shape. But when someone says something as general as get in shape, what are they working on? I don't know. And I think they don't either. And because they don't really have a great idea as to what they're working on, how can they possibly set up their system and their plan to make it so that they can achieve this goal for themselves. I think from the very first letter of the acronym, they're already shooting themselves in the foot. They're already working against themselves. But nonetheless, let's move on. Let's say, for let's hold it up to the M, 
the measurable. Are there units by which you can denote progress of get in better shape? In my opinion, there isn't. Because again, what is your goal? There are ways that you can denote progress when it comes to different aspects of getting in shape. If you're talking about losing weight, yeah, that's measurable. If you're talking about building stamina and you know being able to run a you know faster 40-yard dash or a quicker mile, each of those things can be measured. But when you say something as simple and as broad as get in better shape, how do you measure that? I don't know. Oh, I, I feel slightly better at the end of my class, my Tiger Shulman's class. Well, that could be so many things. You could have had better nutrition that day. You could have slept better the night before. Right? Could it just been an on day for you? There's so many factors that how are you ever going to measure something that broad? Now, let's move on to the A. Is it attainable or achievable? Is there a point at which you are finished? I don't think so. I don't think that there's ever an end to get in better shape. Because I know a lot of people who are in really good shape, and I think every single one of them would say to themselves, yeah, I could physically get in better shape. Like this past weekend uh, was Tony Ferguson versus Justin Gagey, and they had an epic UFC title fight, uh, awesome pace that they put on, uh, definitely a fight of the year cat uh, candidate already. And man, those guys were in great shape to go through that contest. But I'm sure if you ask them, is it possible for you to get in better shape? Of course the answer would be yes. Now I'm not suggesting they were out of shape and they needed to get in better shape, but literally every person walking the earth can get in better shape. Even if your sensei Lyman good, uh, Google him if you don't know who I'm talking about. Lyman, L-Y-M-A-N. Uh, and his last name is Good, exactly like it sounds. G-O-O-D. Uh, Google him, see him at his UFC weigh-ins, and then I'm sure he would agree with me. Even he could be in better shape. And knowing him, he's always trying to be in better shape somehow. Google image him if you haven't already, and you'll know exactly how preposterous my analogy is here. So again, there's no ending to the I want to get in better shape goal. So how are we going to know when we can check it off of our list? Right? Because it could be that you want to get to looking like Lyman Good. But then again, you could also do one push-up and technically you're in better shape. So can you check it off the list then? I don't know. Now, realistic. Again, if you're Lyman Good and you're saying, I want to get in better shape, it's a little unrealistic because you're already in unbelievable shape. But even he will push himself to get in more in better shape. And of course, is it timed? Is there a deadline? Of course not. And if there is no deadline, how can you clearly set a picture as to when you want to achieve it? All right. Now that we've seen how flawed that goal is, let's go back now and let's make a goal that's way better. So let's start by taking a, a physical conditioning goal, a get-in-shape goal, and let's start by making it more specific. Okay, I want to lose 20 pounds. Okay, so let's start. Is that very specific? Absolutely, because you can step on the scale today 
and keep stepping on the scale until the number is 20 pounds lower. So obviously a very specific goal, you'll know exactly what that number is. Is it measurable? Are there units by which you can denote progress? Absolutely. There's the digital outread on your scale. Whether you're in the US and you're using our standard system or you start using metric, there are units by which you can denote progress. Okay. Is it attainable? Is there a finish line? Well, yes. When you've lost that 20th pound, boom, you've achieved your goal. You can cross it off of your list. Okay. Is it realistic? Well, that depends. Are you 5 foot 10, 130 pounds? Because if that's the case, then losing 20 pounds is not very realistic. But if you're 5 foot 10 and you're 230 pounds, that could be pretty realistic. So that would be a case by case basis. Is it timed? There's a word deficient, right? Okay, I want to lose 20 pounds in three weeks. Now we're timed, but we've lost the realism. I want to lose 20 pounds in three months. Now we have hit a place where we've hit all of our acronyms. Now, I start with weight loss because I think it's the easiest for us to wrap our heads around. We've all stood on a scale at some point in our lives. We've all looked down and saw a number. And if we wanted to change it, we had a pretty good idea as to what we wanted to change it to. So let's use some other physical conditioning goals. I want to be able to do 100 push-ups without stopping. Okay, specific? Definitely. Measurable? Yes, you can count the number of push-ups that you can do. Is it attainable? Is there a finish line? Yes, there's a finish line. There's a point by which you can denote progress. Is it realistic? Yeah, I think just about anybody could build up the skill or, and the strength, rather, excuse me, to do 100 push-ups without stopping. Is it timed? Ah, we've still got the problem there. Okay. I want to be able to do 100 push-ups in three months. Now we have to start to question realism again because if you're able to do five push-ups without stopping and that's as high as you can get, okay, 100 is definitely out of reach. But if you're at 50 or 60, now we're in a much more realistic place. So you can see how we can apply this framework to just about any goal. Now, the key thing that you have to think about when you're setting a goal like this is things that are completely within your control. So with that being said, when it comes to things that maybe are in the hands of your, your employer or your sensei or anyone else for that matter that you don't have complete control over, it's a little hard for you to put that timed factor on them. But when it comes to things like finishing your basement, right, doing a project in the yard, whatever the case may be for the thing that you want to do around your house. So whenever you're sitting down to set a goal and you want to make sure that you're setting a goal that's going to put your momentum in the right direction, I want you to take the time to hold it up against this framework. Again, specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, timed. If you take 
every single goal that you ever set for yourself and you hold it up to this framework, your objectives will be much more clear and therefore you'll have a much easier time setting and finding your path there. Because after all, when the destination is clear, the path to get there is illuminated. So take those couple extra moments whenever you're setting the goal and set them the smartest way that you possibly can to help you achieve those goals that much easier and set your momentum to roll right into your next goal. With that being said, my friends, that's all that I have for you guys today. Once again, I can be reached via email, Sensei Leonelli, S-E-N-S-E-I-L-E-O-N-E-L-L-I, at Gmail. Uh, I can be reached on Instagram and Twitter, at Sensei underscore Leonelli. You can find me on Facebook as well, Sensei James Leonelli. For my school, you can find us at line, online at tskSmithtown.com. On Instagram and Twitter, we are at TSMMA underscore Smithtown. Facebook, we're at Facebook.com slash Tiger Shulman Smithtown. For Tiger Shulman's as a whole, go to TSK.com. You can find the podcast on Instagram at TSSmithtownPodcast. And with that being said, my friends, until next time, I will see you guys on the map.